Yo, what's going on? Oddly specific, Todd, Chris, and Gus here for your enjoyment. You're literally the shittiest opener the that we've had. The worst. worst that that most that, terrible fucking opener that I You I've... should kill yourself. All right, that guys, was I'm so out. awful. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Let's do it again. Thanks for doing it. Yep. All right, welcome everybody. It's oddly specific. Today is May. I don't know what. What is it? God damn it! It's May twentieth. Okay, May twentieth. Thanks for joining us, Gus. Sorry we were so mean to you there. It's the Queen's birthday. Oh yeah, royal wedding. Today's the Queen's birthday. Well, I don't know. It's supposed to be this weekend. This week. Fuck. Victoria you know what? Can I just quick? Man, I was coming here, mm-hmm. and there's these fucking crazy delinquents shooting fireworks off in some fucking field. Yeah, it's Victoria yeah. Day, man. Yeah. Oh. That was probably me 20 years ago. <laughs> no, you, no, Gus would have been like shooting fireworks off like in what? a farm, like in a, in a grocery store. You would have been firing them at people. In your car. At people. Out of yeah. your in car. Yeah. 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 Into a hospital or something. <laughs> so did you guys watch the royal wedding? I did not. Me neither. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. Do you guys care at all about that? Don't give a fuck. Okay. I very much care. I've cared about the monarchy for years. How much so? <laughs> um... Well, I supported Kate Middleton becoming part of the royal family. Okay. I do not support Meghan Markle. If you can't answer Why? this question, then I don't believe you. What is the last name of the royal family? Uh, David. No, you're totally wrong. No, it's, it's the actually, House of Wind. It's the House of Windsor, and historically, actually, it is David. So historically, it's Hanover. It's actually David. David. Yes. So his name is what? Uh, uh, okay. Harry David. N- I'll tell you, Prince no, Harry. Historically, it's Hanover. No, you don't know what you're talking about. They changed it to Windsor when they fled Germany in the First yes. World War, I believe. What the fuck are you talking about? You have no idea. I'll give you <laughs> the wik- I'll give you the Wikipedia here. Man, yeah. Gus watches fucking <clears throat> documentaries. Henry, Henry, he does. He knows shit. Henry Charles Albert David, born the 15th of September 1984, also known commonly as Prince Harry. Now I'm going to tell you what Charles's name is. Okay. Oh. Oh, Charles. His name. Oh, Oh, Charles. Charles was born at Buckingham Palace as the first Grinch, blah, blah, blah. What's his name? His name is Charles. E. Cheese. What the fuck? Why do these people have such hard names? Charles. You're relying very heavily on Wikipedia. Philip Arthur George. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know why. Okay, so what? The kid's last name is David and his dad's last name is George? Prince William. Prince William of Cambridge, his real name, his real name is, take a guess. I don't know. Hanover? Something Hanover? His real name is (laughs) William Arthur Philip Shamblonsky. Shamblonsky. Jablonsky? What? Can you imagine if a royal member of the family's last name was Jablonski? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be so awesome. His Royal Highness, Prince William yep. Jablonski. Wow. Jablonski is the name of like a like a police captain about to give you shit. What's the name of... Yeah, um, from a suburb of uh, Chicago. A shubub? What's the name a of... Shubub. Of the abomination in Hulk. Isn't it Emil... Emil... Blonsky? Blonsky, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so you look up the historical name of the royal family, and the uh, historical name of the whole the royal family is uh, Han Hanover. Hanover. <laughs> I was I was wrong. I was wrong. 
I said, <laughs> you know, shit, you are shit. Shut up. This is the way we treat guests now. <laughs> Thanks for coming I'm on. You like a hostile guest. My last podcast of ever. Oh my god! God damn it! Thanks guys. so much, guys. Yes, yes. Anyway, I, did, I, I, I am. I was having this discussion with my family over dinner tonight. Personally, I think that Meghan Markle is an opportunist. I don't feel she really loves Harry. I don't think Harry really loves her. She's an actress. She's brainless. She's opportunistic. I don't accept this marriage. I don't want it to happen. Now it's happened. I hope they get divorced in 10 days. I hope they don't bear children. The queen doesn't like her. Prince Charles doesn't like her. Camilla, what's her face, doesn't like her either. Diana's rolling in her grave. I don't know. So you have to, why? Like, wow. why? Where did you get all this wow. opinion? Like, Sorry, guys. I'm, you're having a rough time, man. I'm, eh? really opini- I'm really opinionated about this. But why? I just, she was on Suits. It's a terrible show. Man, it's a great show. I love that show. I doubt you've even seen an episode. I have seen every single one. Why the fuck are you watching? Quiz scenes? me. Quiz me. Quiz you. I don't yeah. even. I, I hate the show. Oh man. Also, why are you watching the show? You're a former I love it. teenage delinquent. Now you're into suits. This is insane. <laughs> I, I really liked it. This is insane. <laughs> you once drove a car on fire a whole kilometer. <laughs> now you're watching suits. Oh yeah, I love it. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Gus, you have done some crazy shit. I have, yeah. I think this is, is tonight the night that we're just going to bear all and tell some crazy stories? Yes. All right, Chris. So why don't you be Yeah, in. you start. You were going to go personal stories. Yeah, let's I go. Wanna tr- I want to start a new segment on this podcast. Anybody who's listening to this shit tonight, I want to give you my solemn vow tonight that every week I'm going to share something called Chris's personal stories. That's great. And I'm going to, I'm going to just put on the table a personal tale from my past or my present. That is full of hilarity and hijinks and shenanigans. Okay? So many shenanigans. Gus, you into this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, Maybe I'm, some of these stories I'm will involve your, your person. Your, your I might be in one. Yeah, you could be in a few of them. I'm, I'm all ears, Chris. Not this time, though. Okay. Um, tonight, I'm going to discuss, I'm going to tell a story, a personal story. I was thinking about it the other day. I was telling my, my wife this story a long time ago about when I used to work at the airport. Oh, God. Now, Gus and Todd, we were friends. <laughs> we were playing in a band back then. Yes. And you do remember me working at an airport. I, I mostly remember I late night meetings at Denny's. And Correct. And you, you showing up and your shift was just starting. Like, we were packing it in for the day. I remember yeah. you guys doing split shifts. Man, it was the worst job I've ever had. <laughs> I also remember that you lost about 10 pairs of my gloves. I want them back. Yes. Fucking. Okay, go ahead. On that note, you're never getting your gloves back. Okay. <laughs> but I will tell you, this job was both the best and the worst job I've ever had. And I'm going to tell you why it was the worst job I ever had. Last. Um, Number one, you looked like the Crypt Keeper 24-7. <laughs> it, was, not- it, was, it was the Chris, worst you actually look you actually look better now, 20 years later, yeah. than you did while you were doing that job. Yeah. Thank you. I That job just ate me alive. It was the worst job, but it was also the best job. Uh, worst part of the job was... The fact that I had to be at work at like three three thirty in the morning, and then my shift was like three thirty to six thirty, and then go home and sleep for two hours and come back at eight. <laughs> yeah, and and the work was ridiculous because I'd have to. I was a baggage handler for this company called Hudson General. Yeah, and the now defunct Hudson General, long defunct, <laughs> because their only contract was Canadian Airlines, which. I think, I'm pretty sure is the most unprofitable airline in history. In the history of airlines. Yeah, like I remember, I, I remember servicing some of these planes, and these pilots would be like, "Mo, another empty plane." It's like, what, really? 
It's like, well, what, what, what are we cleaning this plane for then? There's nobody on this plane. <laughs> yep. Ghost flight. They used to call them ghost flights. And like, I get on ghost the- Ghost flight. Yeah, I get on the plane. Isn't that like Air Malaysia? No, no, no. That's, yeah, well, Jesus. Sort of, like, MH370 or whatever? Oh, God. Let's yeah. Talk. Can't talk about it. Yeah, can't talk about it. Well, we should talk about that because now they have a new theory about that. New theory. Yes. Anyway, I'll come back to that. Yeah. So, Chris's personal stories. So anyway, the year is 1998. It's the year of the ice storm in Ottawa. And uh, I used to work this Canadian Airlines flight, flight 1612, that used to come in twice daily from Moncton, New Brunswick. And oh. it was an Air Atlantic. It was going to be called, we call them Air Atlantic flights. Thriving metropolis of Moncton. Yep. And um, anyway, long story short, uh, these flights would come in twice a day. And the last flight would come in at around nine o'clock at night. It was the ice storm. And this, this flight came in heavy. And the pilots called in and said, listen, we're heavy because they didn't empty the labs when we were in New Brunswick for whatever Ooh. reason. Carrying was, extra shit then. Yeah, it was Literally. carrying extra stuff. Um, so anyway, long story short, um, I had to do the labs on this flight. Oh, my God. Okay? I remember this. And at the time, I was like, ah, you know, like I was on this crew and there was this guy, Kevin. I'm not going to use his last name, <laughs> but I will tell you that Kevin was ex-military. And when we were training, he was always like, when I was in the military, when I was in the military, when I, fuck you in your military career, no one cares. But he was, he had like a buzz cut and he was just obnoxious as fuck because he, he assumed he was superior to everybody because he was in the military. But you were also at the same time, weirdly kind of best buds with him, weren't you? Well, I liked being around this guy because he was just, there was so much material I was able to, like it's 22 years later, I'm still talking about this. Right. Yes. You know, twenty years later, I'm still talking about. It. <laughs> yeah. So, so this guy was such an interesting character because he um, he just thought he was a know it all, right? So he was on a crew. He had not done any labs with me, so I was gonna go do this lab during the ice storm. I was fucking whipping hail and snow and all this crazy shit outside. And then our lead was like, no, 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 get Kevin to do it because he's he's yet to do a lab. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm cool with that because. Just like it was, it was so crazy on airside during the ice storm. It was insane. It was like, just imagine a white, a white squall of snow and craziness. Like you know, man, I remember you know you showing up to Denny's at you know four in the morning or whatever, looking like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. <laughs> yeah, just like, <laughs> like my face was like whip, you know, like wind whipped. Yeah, and like it was crazy. So it was a tough job. So anyway, Kevin goes out. And he undoes the lav cap, which is right underneath the back of the plane. It's like, it's like you have to go, you have to look up, right? And I'm like, oh shit, no pun intended. This is going to fucking end on a bad note. Is Dude. that not what you're supposed to do? Here? No. Well, you got to, like, you're supposed to hook up this hose. There's a lot, like you uncap it. There's a latch that like still is a barrier, right? And then you're supposed <laughs> to hook up the hose and then undo the latch. Oh. But for whatever reason, Kevin didn't do this, even though he knew he was supposed to. So what had happened, I found out after the fact, was that he discovered that there was ice. So I'm on, I'm on air, like I'm on air side, but I'm like inside this little hub, right? Like just the plane is coming into the gate and Kevin's outside, plane stops and, you know, he's undoing this cap and then he sees that there's this big ice blockage. So what he starts doing is he pulls this knife out from like his utility belt. He was one of these guys. Because he's in the military. Yeah, because he's yeah. one of these guys with a utility belt. He starts chipping away at this chipping away at this ice. And I'm like, fuck. Was it like a fucking Rambo knife? No, it was like a little bullshit. Like utility. Knife. Okay. Yeah, the utility knife, right? I got to be real with you. This is, I knew it was, this was not going to end well. Yeah. Okay. 
And I, I, I knew what he was doing did not follow the protocol. <laughs> like the last thing he's supposed to be doing but, is but chipping away at a knife. Yeah. He should have called our, uh, a lead who was our boss on the gate. It'd be like, yo, it's frozen. Can't get anything out. Right. But no, he tried to do it himself kick, 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 with the, with a knife. Anyway, ice storm. It's like minus 23 on air side. The whole lav, the ice block falls out. It's an ice block that's probably about eight inches thick. Bops him right on the head, kills him right on the face. And then the, like, I'm not even, I'm not even joking. Probably about 50 liters of waste dumped on his face and his body, his face, is it blue? his open it blue? mouth. It was green, oh, green God. because there was so much urine and, and feces, <laughs> tampons, like fucking used tampons, <laughs> toilet paper, like just melting, like just immediately freezing to his face. Uh, he looked like a paper mache man made up of <laughs> shit and tampons and toilet paper. Yeah, it was fucking crazy, man. I've never seen it like this before. And I got to be real with you. I was, I was, is one of the most amazing things I ever saw. And I should have said something. Morally, I still contend with this like 20 years later. I should have said something when I was in the little pub going, that's eh, not normal. It's not normal that he's picking away at this with his, with his little knife, right? I should have said something. I should have been like, Kevin, don't, don't. Hashtag don't do that. But I didn't do it. So like, I just what did let he it do? play out. What did he do? Man, he got fucking obliterated by a wave it was like a tsunami it just dropped on him and it immediately froze because it was so oh, it was God. so cold and we were wearing these like jason voorhees-esque type you yeah, know kind of like coveralls coveralls yeah. you know yeah. like the cathart coveralls that yeah. people wear when they work on cars and mechanics and shit yeah anyway i think it's carhartt why don't you shut the fuck up right <laughs> okay anyway so thanks for correcting my ass anyway um, Kevin got drenched in this stuff. So he was, his face was covered, his open mouth covered. Oh, there was a, oh God. I'll never forget this. It was this big log of shit that just like, <laughs> oh, was like crested across one eye, like a patch. What? Yeah. He looked like Nick Fury with a shit patch. Like, oh, God. Yeah. It was just like awful. Okay. And yeah. it froze immediately. Yeah. And I don't know why, but the people who were on air, like our, our coworkers, Everybody panicked because this was happening because yeah. Kevin started having a fucking seizure. Yeah. He started freaking out. Man, I'd freak out. I know. It was it, it went from being hilarious then to being like, oh shit, this guy might die. <laughs> yes. Like he's yeah. freaking out, right? Yeah. He's typhoid right now. Yeah. So so anyway, he's like, and he's like, and he's just like this. Oh shit, sorry. He's just like this, this like abominable snowman of waste, frozen waste. God. And he's walking around behind the plane like a Frankenstein. Like, and then this fucking de-icing truck just pulls up on the side. Everybody's radiating like, get the fucking, this guy is on the thing, you know, like, oh my God, we need help. 911, whatever. <laughs> so the, this de-icing truck, which sprays like the equivalent of Thousand Island, Th Thousand Islands salad dressing, propylene glycol, right? They put it, in, yeah. it's the same stuff that's in e-cigarettes to some degree. Yeah. So they come and the only liquid that they can douse this guy off with is de-icer. And they're just trying to blow all the shit and piss and tampons and like, and, and toilet paper off this guy. So they start de-icing his ass. Oh my. <laughs> they start like <laughs> blowing, like I'm not joking with this giant gun. Oh the guy's man. up in the turret, you know, like he's in a Hummer in Iraq and he's, and he's blowing Kevin down. And Kevin's like, no, 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 like freaking out. <laughs> this is a health and safety violation. Man, it was, it was a disaster. And then. He finally like keeled over. He like fell over. Yeah. 
and they were still blowing the icer on him. They yeah. were still like trying to, and then he was like, stop, 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 stop. Anyway, I don't know what happened. All, I, I literally was smoking a cigarette back when I smoked. I was smoking a cigarette from the hub yeah. and I didn't even flinch. I just saw this whole thing. Like, just, I, I was just like, this is incredible and I'm not going to help because there's nothing I can do, but I will observe and I will tell the world about this. 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is literally what happened. For 10 minutes, they douse this guy off with, with de-icer. Like, you ever seen that scene in, in First Blood, like the first Rambo yeah. movie? Where like he's in the jail and he's like, what's your problem? Getting the just yeah, like, they, they're like dousing him yeah, with the water. Yeah, yeah, that's what they did to Kevin. Okay. okay. But on air side. Yeah. I don't know what happened to this guy. All I know is that three guys showed up in this van, this Hudson General van, threw him in the back of the van and we didn't see him for three weeks. What? Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was the end of the whole thing. Whoa. It's like Kevin never existed. He got all fucking like, like black hatted by the CIA or something like that. He just oh disappeared. My God. Three weeks go by. Okay. Kevin drove this Fiero which was like this red killer Pontiac Fiero yeah. fucking mid engine, <laughs> super lame sports car. Anyway, his Fiero was just not in the parking lot. I, yeah. I didn't see this guy for three weeks. And then he finally returned to work. And oddly enough, he, it's like he, this episode had been removed from his mind. Like reprogrammed. Yeah. Like he never talked about it. And when everybody was like, are you okay? He acted like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. What and, do you mean? Like, yeah. It, it was like, it never happened. And um, I only have Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's like they cloned this guy and they brought yeah. him back and they just removed the segment of his memory where this had occurred. Oh my God. It was really bizarre. Yeah. And then he ended up quitting like a month later. Man, the guy obviously went to like the hospital or something. <sighs> Man, I don't know, but I will tell you this. I went to California with my wife in March mm -hmm. and he's working at Air Canada. He's still working at the airport. Come oh, on. wow. I'm not joking you, man. He is there. I looked out my window and I saw Kevin with a baton gating, like at the gate, like guiding the plane out. Wow. Getting a pushback. And I was like, shit, I remember. Well, he's got plenty of experience. Um, Fuck yeah. That That's definitely the funniest story of Hudson General. But can you also tell the story about our friend Derek and the uh, the pushback? Okay, here's another story. So <laughs> our good friend Derek, and we should give Derek a shout out because shout out Derek. he just released a really, really great CD called It's Sing Song Party Time. Yes. Uh, Derek McKinley. Check it out. I think it's singsongpartytime.ca. I believe so, yes. Uh, Derek McKinley, he's a children's entertainer, and he just released a really, really solid CD that Todd recorded. Yes. And that Gus, I think you did some stuff on it did too. Did some bass. I did one bass track. No, I did Slap two. Slapping the bass. It was horrible. Gus, you're the worst friend ever. Anyway, <laughs> check it out. Derek, well, Derek used to work with me at Hudson General. And we were learning how to do these things called pushbacks. And pushbacks <laughs> are literally when you get into a, a tug, which is a giant tank. You know the movie Aliens? Yeah. You know, like, the tank they rode around in? Yeah. Yeah, like, we're, like when they're on LD-426? Yes. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. It was a giant tank. Yeah. And they were so heavy. They were they, they were floored with lead. Like, these, these vehicles were, like, 10,000 pounds. And they were designed to push back airplanes because airplanes cannot go backwards, right? They have to be pushed out of a gate and then they are only meant to propel forward. Technically, you can propel it backwards, but it, it's too close to the terminal. It's just, too just it's, Yes, it's too close to the terminal, but there's another aspect. We're going to geek out on you for a yeah. second. How dare you interrupt my story? <laughs> uh, also, I've heard that when, yes, they can move backwards, but it's also, you're right in what you, what you just said, but it's also tricky because it burns a lot of fuel to run the engines counterclockwise. That's what I heard. Anyway, okay. wow. they got to get pushed back. 
So we were pushing back uh, a Canadian Airlines flight, and I was working the wing, and Derek was, you know, pushing back is actually one of the, pushing back in a tug, an airplane, is one of the hardest things I've ever done. That sounds super stressful. It's really stressful. You got to, like, your tug is attached to a tow bar, which is literally just like a big metal toothpick, and then it's attached to the nose gear of the plane. So if you go to the left, the plane goes to the right. And if yep. you go to the right, the plane goes to the left. So you got to really push it slowly. It's got to go perfectly back. It's an art. Yeah. Got to do a lot of them. I'm right? going to punch you in the face if you keep touching this table. What the fuck, man? Anyway, go ahead. Todd is literally going to punch us in the face. <laughs> I think so. So um, anyway, Derek was pushing the plane back. And uh, what we both found out is that if you stop suddenly, the whole cabin gets rocked, right? So Derek's pushing it back. And he was with somebody in the tug. And for whatever reason, he stopped suddenly, right? And I was working the wing. And all I saw was everybody in the plane get, like, whiplash. Like, <laughs> food's flying. Fucking kids are flying. Kids. Hats are flying off. Luggage is falling out of the fucking overhead bins. Like, wow, insanity on the plane, right? And then I see there's a guy who's, like, next to the nose of the plane on the ground, like, near the landing gear, walking back with the tug. And he's, and he's you know, he's got a, a headphone jack plugged into the plane, right? Mm. And all I hear is the guy going, like, Jesus Christ. The pilot's freaking out and going like, what the fuck is fucking going on down there, right? <laughs> fucking. Anyway, Derek, like, you know, understandably, like, freaks out. He's, he's just kind of like, fuck it. Gets out of the tug, goes inside. <laughs> what? Mid-flight. He just leaves. Just, just leaves, gives up. Go inside. Goes inside. And. <laughs> Fucking funniest thing I've ever seen, I've ever seen. Well, it was Derek's. And, like, and you know what? To be fair, he was like, I would have done the same thing. Like, I, it, it was freak. Like, it was freaky. What was going on? Like, he didn't realize that that's what happened. It was his first time pushing a tug, mm -hmm. and they put so much pressure on us to get it as quickly as possible, mm -hmm. right? And it was just like an honest, you know, he, just, he was just refining his technique anyway. It was funny, and anyway, I went in after, but Derek just like left the tug, right? And then they had to push back the rest of the plane. And man, we used to talk about this shit all the time. It was like really, it was a stressful job. You know, it was. That yeah, sounds really brutal. stressful. It was brutal, man. Yeah, that's that's the most. And they, and, job. and we were we we were like we were just fuck. It was tough for us, man, working at that fucking gig because it was all these lifers there, right? So it we were these like punk job. ass twenty year old kids, like we're in a band, yeah, but and they were like fuck you. <laughs> that actually reminds me of uh, the at Denny's because our 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 weekly or our daily, I guess, certain points hangout was Denny's at South Keys Mall. Um, and we were there so frequently. There was this <laughs> dude there, and his name was Andy. Remember oh Andy? God, Andy, yeah. And uh, he was just this dude. He was always around. Big Andy. Like, Big Andy. He was like, hey, how you guys doing? Uh, and to the point, we were there so often that this guy offered to give us five grand, like to invest yep. in our band. Yep. He's like, you know, I got five grand lying around if you guys uh, need that to record a CD <laughs> or something. And uh, For sure we do, Andy. Like, did we... But Andy's We never Andy, took him up in the office. No, no, no we never did. No. no. Andy stuttered a lot, if you remember. Oh, yes, Stutter yes. Stuttering Andy. He made a, an appearance on one of our CDs, I think. We were whispering. In the, in the, oh. <laughs> yeah, we were whispering. You don't remember when we did, when we did the whisper sesh? La, like, oh, yeah. So there was a part when we wanted to have... A lot have, of people's names came up in there, right, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. We just wanted this sort <laughs> yeah, of... Yeah, guys, a lot of people's names go over there. Sort of like, we wanted this reverb-filled... I'll play it on, on a future podcast, but this reverb-filled section of just sort of offsetting or off-putting whispering going on. It's very 90s. So we were whispering like the fucking worst shit on earth into this microphone, and then we just overlapped it yeah. all. 
It, t- it turned out all right. It was okay. Yeah. yeah it turned out all right. Yeah. Well, it's- anyway, that brings to a close my Christmas personal stories segment. I'll make sure I have a good one for next week because I have quite a few good ones. Sure. Yeah. You've I'll- had some horrific jobs. Yeah, but I'm more talking about like personal stories. Oh, okay. Man, you've had some crazy shit. Yeah, I got some crazy shit. So I got to pick one that's Todd good. Todd definitely has a few gold gold moments. One that's good that won't get me fired. So, you know. Anyway, back to the royal wedding. Yeah. Gus, you didn't watch it. No. Yeah, my wife got up early. My mom was up at five, like 5 a.m. My, uh, my wife just recorded it on the PVR. Oh. Uh, so, well. I mean... What's going on with the monarchy these days? Like, is it, do they have any power? Nah, they're just like a figure. They're, they're like, like a, a figurehead. Yeah. But they're rich as fuck though. So it's, it's all a sham. Like there's no. I don't know about it being a sham. It's just more of like a, you know. Well, let's not, they have influence. Influence. Okay. Of course they have influence. So they're influencers. Oh, they, for sure. They influence British society. I think there's some. For sure. Okay. I think they do. I For mean, sure. And they influence British politics too. And, and definitely like, uh, you know, foreign policy and all that stuff, man. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Influence charities and oh, yeah. money. It's all money, man. I don't know too much about um, what their role is or, you know, you just, you just hear about them on the entertainment side of things, right? That's the only time you hear about them. What are they wearing? What are they doing? Who's marrying who? You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all a little weird. Yeah. So the other thing that uh, our listeners should know is all three of us are disgusting and filthy right now. Uh, yes. It, at, being Victoria Day weekend, like, do you find that this is traditionally the weekend that people usually get to work on their lawns? And, Manual labor weekend. Yeah. I wasn't doing any, I was smoking ribs all day. You didn't do any landscaping, any? I have no grass. Oh yeah, that's true. Eh? You don't have anything really. There's to just landscape. no grass, no nothing. Well, just I have a deck. No and I outdoor. Have river stone. I don't want any grass, man. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you, your deck is beautiful, but it's true. Yeah, you Chris, don't. Chris equated sleeping on his backyard patio couch. Yeah. To he said it was great. It's nice sleeping under the stars. How many times have we tried to get this guy camping? That's true. Okay, I don't want to camp because being on a uh, city deck, which I built in uh-huh. a backyard centrally in the city, mm-hmm. is much better than being in the fucking woods. I think we should dive deep on this right now. Chris, I'm going to ask you some poignant questions, okay? Sure, okay. Number one, yeah. what do you hate about camping? What specifically? I hate the wilderness. I hate, um, I don't want to be in the woods with either one of you, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find both of you monotonous and predatory. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. That's actually. Yeah. Definitely. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. If you fell asleep first, there'd be some, some hijinks. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want that. Um, it, it's unsettling to be so far away from civilization in uh, like a, a, you know, uh, a boreal forest in the night. Okay. No access to utilities or the police or any of those types of things. <laughs> the police. Yeah. Um, I just, so I prefer sleeping on expensive patio furniture on a wooden deck under the stars in the city. As opposed to with us. As opposed to with you, uh, both of you, who I consider to be deviants. (laughs) And I don't want to be in the woods with either one of you, especially you, Gus. You are a disturbing person. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Sam. Oh, jeez. 
I question your morals and your ethics. But so what if what if Meghan Markle showed up while you were campaigning? Yeah. Would you just freak I, out? I don't like her. Flip out. I don't like her. I don't think she's good for Harry. I think that Harry's a sweet, uh, tender man. He did dress up as a Nazi for hell. That was totally misunderstood. Misunderstood. He was. I don't I, think you can misunderstand a Nazi symbol. Anyways, let's. Uh, uh, I don't think he was. No, he didn't dress up as a Nazi. Yes, he had a swastika on his on his on like his on arm, a band like, on his arm. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he did that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> Okay, you know what? It's all fun and games, but you can't accuse the guy. It's all fun and games until you dress up like a Nazi. No, I don't think he dressed up like a Nazi. I'm just going to see. You're going to get the real scoop? I'm going to Google Prince Harry Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) There's some other questionable sites that will come up for that. I'm going to go to Google Images, and oh, he did dress up like a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Is he crazy? Yeah, I don't know what he Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. What the fuck was this guy thinking? Yeah. Is that for real? For, for real. real. Look at this. Yeah. Yes. Man. He's dressed up like a, like a Nazi. Yeah. On what planet is that okay? I don't know. He's also smoking. Oh, yeah. What a fuck. Oh, my God. This guy's like a badass. <laughs> I think he smokes. He, apparently, he like openly smokes weed, too. Okay, wait a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just Google Prince Harry serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> See what comes up. Oh, my God. Yeah, your your golden boy has. Meghan uh, Markle is related to Jack the Ripper serial killer suspect H H Holmes. <laughs> is it, what? Meghan Markle, Prince Harry's future bride, is related to NH's most profit. What? You can tell how surprised Chris is by the octave that he. Yeah. Has. yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no way. He's in the deep dark corners of the internet. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. Anyway, not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. I can't believe he dressed up like that. Is he crazy? Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. You can't do shit like that when you're part of the royal family. That's nuts. Okay, so my, my next question to you, Chris, is did something bad happen to you in the woods? Um, No, but... <laughs> you're just no. a city dude. No, I just... I don't really... Le- I, well, that's not true. I actually spent a night in the woods uh, reluctantly once. Okay. At, uh, in Meech Lake. With my friend Drew, I was biking up there. Oh yeah! We went too too deep into the brush, to the bush, and we were uh, we were at night. We were stuck in the bush, and we were pursued by a family of inbred homicidal killers. Wow! And in Meach Lake, yeah, in Meach Lake, okay. and uh, well, that now that didn't happen. But we had to sleep in the woods with our bikes. It was terrifying. And when there's no lights in the in the boreal forests, yeah. there's all sorts of crazy shit that you hear at night. I'm telling you. It Man, is you think, fucking crazy. You think boreal forest is, you know, crazy. Try Amazon rainforest. No, man. but we were in the forest. You know, like in Predator, the, the sounds like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do it. Shut come up. Come here. Come here. Like, just like, ta, ta, ta. I'm pretty sure I heard somebody whispering like, come here, come here. <laughs> From the <laughs> darkness, and I was like, "Do your, no, do your, your loud breathing that you're doing before we started it." Yeah, I'm I'm done. <laughs> if I heard that over my shoulder, pitch black, wearing shorts and sandals, stuck in the woods, <laughs> wet leaves, hot rocks, cold rocks, whatever. No, yeah, fuck, I forget it. No, I want to stay at a Hilton. No. Yeah. Okay. I get it. You I, no, stay you at know the what? Hilton. 
Jody, Jody's like that too. She does. Yeah. She has no interest. There's uh, a lot I, of it's people. Just, you know what? And also, I've seen your camping videos, and like, I got to be real with both of you. I love you guys both, but the food is shit. You guys are making all this bullshit, like fucking steaks on a steaks on a pan over a Coleman oven and stuff. Like, I don't get it. No, we were doing a great like a grill over fire. I know, but. You know, we're just searing the steaks, man. That's I it. know, but like, what what do you guys do? Like, when do you go to bed? When nine thirty. Yeah, but what do you do? Just chill out. You wipe your ass with leaves and shit. Like, no, no. Thanks, what do you mean, <laughs> man? In the provincial parks, which is usually where we go, there are well, motherfucking bears, man. What do you do when that shit happens? You no, know, we saw some bears. Yeah, you saw a bear. Yeah, you have a gun. I'll go on, nope. No, why I'll the go. fuck are you going out there with it? Man, when I was in Yellowstone, I saw grizzlies. And what did you do? I, I observed, two I pots observed together? them. You observed them? From a distance. What if they rush your ass and rip your dick off? What From do you think of that? Distance. <laughs> From a distance. No, but what would you do if you came face to face with a grizzly? That Man, was I would like, shit my pants. So why are you going out where but, the grizzlies are? But the are? thing is, is that it, it's it's so rare. It's so rare happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. That's that family who got out of their car at the Cheetah Park said. <laughs> cheetahs. Why are you getting out of your car at the Cheetah Park? Yeah. Those, those I don't know. Boreal, they're idiots. Boreal idiots. forest cheetahs. Did that actually happen? Yeah, that actually happened. Okay. How about that, that the, the bear whisperer? The guy who was like hanging out with bears and then like that fucking Oh, yeah. That was rough. Yeah, he got eaten. Yeah. 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 Like what happens when you get eaten? You get eaten, man. It's bad. It's horrible. Yeah, You're you alive get during consumed it. Consumed alive. Yeah. There was actually a bear trainer who was like renowned. He trained this bear for years and years and years. You can look this up. And uh, they have a video of him. And the he was training the bear to for a scene in a movie. Mm-hmm. And the bear had to stand up and then reach down and sort of like grab him or whatever. And they would wrestle around. And they had done this hundreds of times. What's and, the guy's name? I'm going to check it out. I don't know. And then the bear got, uh, I don't know, a little overzealous or something and just like re- like reached in, reached in for the guy's neck. Oh, dear, yeah. And You're done. he grabbed it. The bear grabbed him like this. Yeah. And it was in two seconds, man, it was it was over. Yeah. You know, they, they bear sprayed him and shit. And then you see the guy running off camera. And apparently like two minutes later, he was dead. The bear just like ripped his neck out. Yeah. Oh, That's my God. Is this, is this it? The bear killed the trainer. Yeah, that's only that, the choices frames. Bear attack on a person. That's it. That's exactly it. Yes. Um, th- okay. Did this guy die? He died. Yes. I don't think he died. Guys. No. Oh no, he, shit! He fu- Oh my god! Man, Chris, what are you doing? How don't is watch this on that. YouTube? Yeah, he he died. Well, oh my a, god! There was a documentary about this guy. The bear ripped his head off. Well, Man. no, he it ripped his neck. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Anyway, it's pretty horrible. That, Are you sure he died? Maybe it's not that bad. But man, I think if you're fucking with an animal that big, it would yeah. be like, you know, it'd be like us trying to handle an ant. Like if you just move the wrong way, it's fucking dead. It's a gamble. You know? Oh my God. Yeah, it's horrible. I think we're pretty much guaranteeing that Chris will never enter the woods no, ever again. No, fuck no, man. Are you crazy? That's a giant grizzly. You know, the other yeah. thing too is I, I was on the weekend, I was watching Blade 2. You know, yeah. Blade. Blade 2. Love that movie. That okay, would you go even camping? less want to go into the woods. Would you go camping with Wesley Snipes? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's fucking Wesley Snipes, man. He's well, you great. won't go camping with us. No. No, I don't know, because I think Wesley is... Uh... Man, I got a giant blade. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the reason. So, Chris, like our one of our bucket list locations is uh, Torngat Mountain, which is up in, in it's Quebec, Labrador. right? Or Labrador, yeah. And uh, it looks so epic out there. However, mm-hmm. there... 
you will twenty four hour guide. You will encounter polar bears with a gun. Man, no, count me the fuck out of this. Yeah. So you need no thanks. In order to enter the park, you it's it's not heavily recommended. I don't even want to hear any more about it. I'm not going <laughs> to be there. And I seriously question your fucking. Your 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 ideas of safety. Would you fly in for one day? Not you wouldn't have to stay I would, overnight. I would fly in. I would drop some food from the plane for you assholes, oh, and great. then and then I would be like, "Fuck you!" And then I would go back to the Hilton. <laughs> the Hilton. <laughs> the, clo- Hilton. the closest Hilton, Labrador Hilton. I have no desire to to do any of this stuff. It's just not in my DNA. That's cool. You know, but listen, would you would you camp out in Af- the African safari? Probably. Well, I think they elevate a like lot the of them. Like the Serengeti. Yeah, but you're, you're off the ground, though. Yeah, you can't sleep on the ground. <laughs> Why? Snakes and shit. Like bad snakes. Snakes, lions. Like, well, like, like, like rattlesnakes? No, like fucking, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, like cobras. And, black uh, mambas? Black mambas. And, black mambas. You know, that brown one, that thick brown one? Oh, like, man. Man, spiders. And, serious, serious, serious. Would you, okay, for, a, okay, here's another thing I want to do, too. What ifs, Okay. okay? Or would you? Yeah. What ifs and would yous? Gus, would you spend four nights in the desert of Iraq? Yeah, for sure. By yourself? Yes. With nothing other than like a small blade. Here's the catch. Massive scorpions. Like like insane. Like, yeah, like, no, like Clash of the There's Titans? actually like, well, no, but there's like two foot scorpions in Iraq. Yeah, you would have to just like keep moving. I don't think you could stop. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, ju- the desert at night. My mom spent a couple nights in the Sahara. In, uh, oh shit! In 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 actually, uh, no, not not Libya. The one next to Libya, Morocco. Oh no, the other one, the other way, Egypt. No, there's one in between there. Oh, are no, you sure? Not, I thought it bordered on it. Not Libya. 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 Not. Libya. Doesn't it go? In I don't Morocco? think your mom spent a night in the forest of Libya. No, she did, man. Uh, not not a forest. It was it was the Sahara. So anyways, Why was your look, mom look in at, Libya? Look at a map. No, it wasn't Libya. It was the one to the to the west of Libya. African. Oh, Tunisia. Tunisia. Oh, Tunisia. So she went there and uh, yeah, she went on camels and all that shit. And she was like, yeah, at night, she's like, that's when all the spiders like come out of the camels yeah. and, or go into the camel or whatever to stay warm. And the scorpions fucking come out and all these like lizards and everything, man. And during the day, you think it's dead, but... No, it's man. crazy. Yeah. So the desert of Iraq, I probably would. That that's Mesopotamia, I think it's called, Chris. It is. Yeah. And you got to be real about it because it'll fuck you up. It'll eat you alive. Yeah, the desert will fuck you up. All right, Gus, would you spend a week? A week in the Amazon rainforest? Oh God, no. That, that's all I gotta say. No, is like fuck that. Th- you know what? I I think it would be phenomenal. Man, I would have to tie. I would have to tie my my dick together and like <laughs> you know, everything's trying to get in your dick. Yes, yeah. everything's trying to get in your urethra. Fuck that. Yeah, isn't there like I'm a out. there's like an animal fish. that like actually like lays eggs in your urethra? Yes, there is. Yeah. And then it, and and it has like reversed barbs. So yeah. you can't actually pull the shit out. It's yeah. fucking horrible. Where's that? What the fuck? Do yeah. an ass fish is that? Yeah. It's uh, it's actually a parasite. Yeah. So then they have to, what do they have to do? Remove your urethra? No, I guess they have to operate and get pull this thing out. Oh, Could you imagine? That's got to be top 10 worst procedures. Why would anybody go there? I don't understand. Why would you go to a place I know, like everything that? will kill yeah, you. Yeah, it's, everything. It's so dangerous, man. Man, bullet ants and shit. Bullet Fuck. ants. You yeah. know what? I was watching, I'm watching this show Lost in Space with my family yep. on Netflix. 
And it's funny because I was watching Avatar a little bit today too. And can you imagine what the like what is awaiting us on other planets? It's pretty amazing. But you know Gus's whole thing about this. I right? can't talk about it. I know. We're not well, <laughs> you're not gonna go anywhere, but but I gotta tell you something. But you know what? There's probably shit that we're not, we don't even uh you know, things that things that run off nitrogen or things that run off, uh, you know, sulfuric acid or, you know what I mean? We wouldn't, things we might not even be able to see because they live in infrared or something, like some crazy shit. Live in infrared? Yeah, you know what I mean? Only visible in the infrared spectrum? Yeah, like they're, that's all they give off or that's all they reflect or whatever. I don't know, something. There was a, an announcement about one of the moons of Jupiter. It's probably like a giant worm, man, that can like, you know. Yeah. I know what you're going to talk about, Todd, because they're launching launching that mission to to. Well, I think they Europa. found. I th- there was a, a mission uh, in '98, I think. Europa. Yeah, they'd known that there's water plumes there for yeah, a while. Yeah, but they think that they they had some issues with this probe from like 1998, and mm-hmm. they couldn't figure out what it was, mm-hmm. and they think it may have flown through one of these plumes. Right. So. This to me is amazing that Europa might have a subsurface ocean, ocean yes. with with the same sort of content, like salinity, everything as our oceans, which is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And they're saying that the gravitational forces are what make this a warm ocean, like a warm enough ocean. And uh, yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. What do you think about that, Gus? It's interesting, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, for a billion dollars, would you go to space? A billion? Yeah. Uh, would I get the billion in advance? No. No. You get you get half a billion dollars in advance and the other half when you return. Okay, I would then. Yeah. But you would only get to keep the first billion if you completed the trip. The first half billion. If I completed it? That's right. Uh, no, no, no. Like, what if I died? Well, then you no. would be dead. Then my family wouldn't get the money? No, your family would get the money. Okay, then I'm good. That's but good. you would have to go to Saturn. Saturn. Oh, shit. It would take me how long? It would take <clears throat> you uh, fucking two to three years to get there. I'm going to look And two to out. three years to get back? It would... Here's the thing. Once you got to Saturn, there's a wormhole in Saturn. <laughs> here's the thing, though. There's a 40% chance that when you get... Like, go through the wormhole to come back to Earth, it'll only take three minutes but there's a 40% chance that you could come back without your dick. <laughs> I would I would take that risk, yes. You would take the risk? Yes, for a billion dollars, yeah. No dick, 40% chance. No, man, my family would be hooked up. We'd be good. Man, look at this. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this. Voyager 2 took four years to get to freaking Saturn. Be in space for four years, man. No, I'm, I'm out. That I'm would out. be crazy. I'm out. Four years. No. That's, yeah, that's too crazy. Okay, here's another question, Todd. Yeah. Would you land on um, Neptune? <laughs> no, <laughs> like in what? What? What do you mean? Hang out. So just would I? Would I like? What? What's the point of this? Like what? You would. You would be given a special suit to land on Neptune. Okay. And but here's the catch: yeah. if you land on <laughs> Neptune, yeah, there's a thirty percent chance that you will lose your dick. <laughs> no, thirty percent is a huge possibility. Man. Okay, okay, Chris, I got one for you. Yeah, yeah. You would only have to go to Antarctica, right, on our planet. Mm-hmm. However, 
Mm-hmm. It would be for two years. Yeah. And you would spend the entire time in one of those, you know, scientific stations. Right. You wouldn't be allowed to go outside. Right. And you would be living there with Meghan oh. Markle. Alone? And Alone. 20% chance Alone. that you lose your dick. And I'm with it, I'm and with Meghan Markle in a in a in a in a s- Antarctic space. winter station. Yeah, for yeah. two years. For two years. Yeah. And I'm with Meghan Markle. Yeah. And I have a twenty percent chance of losing my dick. Yes. Via Meghan Markle. Like she's that's her sole goal of being there. Is to chop off your nuts. Yeah. Why the hell would I do that? So if you sleep, there's a possibility. No. The answer is no. For a million billion dollars. No, fuck no. Five hundred million? <laughs> Like, if I said no to a the, billion, the why numbers, would I say yes to a hundred million? Like, like the the same, numbers coming same, down. Same deal I got. Five hundred million up front. <laughs> no, I'm not interested. <laughs> okay, I would totally do. But let me tell you. Let me ask you something. Let me give you a what if. All okay? right. All right. How about this? Okay. How about honest question? You got a free ride up to space to the International Space Station. Free. Mm-hmm. Once you got to the space station, you got twenty five million bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? Totally. Even though you hate space. Oh, yeah, I would do it. Okay. Here's the thing. Did you know that there's a 15% chance with every rocket or shuttle launch that you'll die? 15%? 15%. 15% What are the chances high. of me biking, like dying, biking to work? Significantly less than that. Significantly less? Yes. Okay. Going in a rocket, let me put this into perspective for you. Being an astronaut... You know what your you know what your life what your life your life insurance if they know no I'm not joking you just it, don't get any <laughs> no it, it's it's astronomically no pun intended high okay yeah it's like it's considered extraordinarily risky going up in a rocket and coming down especially like the reentry there's a high chance that it could go sideways just think about it you're in a tube with massive amounts of fuel. Literally rocketing yeah, into fucked, space. Yeah, I, I watched this cockpit vid. It was a cockpit vid of the nine minutes where like you're re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, and man, the astronauts were like, "Oh shit, oh shit." There's like fucking just an like inferno hell. outside, yeah. and they're and they're like, kind of warm. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can hear them going like, "Okay, it's been seven minutes." <sighs> okay, oh shit. Yeah, Houston. Oh no, not done yet. Oh my god, it's so hot. Okay. Do you remember? And then you hear somebody in the back going like. Uh, it's 1,400 degrees Celsius outside. <laughs> what? <laughs> do no. You remember, do you remember when, I don't know if this is still going on, but they were thinking about building a space elevator? Come on. That's not a bad idea. So That's it, ridiculous. Well, it <clears throat> makes sense. So they're, Like a mechanical device. Yeah, like you launch a, an anchor out into like space through gravity, right? And then you, I'm not joking, man. That's his face right now. You link a cable Fuck from yeah. this anchor out in space to the earth. And that way you just need to have an elevator. Yeah, it's like a giant fucking zip line. That's yeah. great. Big zip line. Exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. This is kind of a good point. Um, so I guess we got a, an email this week uh, from Aaron in Shediac, I believe. Shediac, New Brunswick. It says, hi, boys. What really happened when those lights went into the Ottawa River in 2009? I'm fully convinced it was aliens, and I'm also fully convinced they have been incubating and will be emerging in the summer of 2019. As a result of this, I moved far away, so I'm safe for a little while. Any, oh, also, what urban legends terrified you as a kid? Hmm. Aaron, that is a very good question. Wow. Yeah. So let's let's uh, see if we can find out some info about what crashed. I actually wasn't living here in 2009. What the fuck happened? There was uh, uh, multiple sightings along the Ottawa River that something like lights crashed into <clears throat> the Ottawa River. 
and uh, the police investigated, uh, fire department investigated, scuba, everything, and they never found anything. So let's let's see if it we was can a find drone. Do you know that the Ottawa Carlton region? <laughs> Shut. I up. I know what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Shut a up. drone. Ha ha ha. Shut up, you <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs> <asshole. laughs> it was Gus's drone. I'll never live this down. Fuck. I mean, Todd's drone that, <laughs> that I was flying. That Gus was flying and flew into the rapids. Did Why don't you tell that story? Did you know the Ottawa Carlton region has like some of the highest incidences of UFO sightings in the world? Nah, I'm not surprised. Okay, Ottawa River search called off. Here we go. So, a little background here. Oh, this is CBC too. Crazy. Witness reports suggest small aircraft crashed into the rapids. Authorities said Tuesday Geshen afternoon. Rapids, that's where I crashed the drone. Yeah, it is. It totally is. Come on. That they had called off their search to the Ottawa River following an overnight sighting of unusual bright lights near the Deschain Rapids. According to Ottawa Police Service media release, Ottawa and Gatineau Police Fire Services and paramedics and Canadian Forces based Trenton Search and Rescue Team called off their search uh, Tuesday afternoon. Several reports that lights were seen traveling at high speeds on the Ottawa River, which could indicate that an aircraft crashed near the rapids at the Britannia Yacht Club about 10 p.m. Witnesses uh, heard a loud bang shortly after seeing the lights. So you know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like Roman candles or something, man. You know, like a big bang or fireworks of some type. Or, could be. It you could know? be. Yeah, or it, it could, could be, be aliens. Chris, you love aliens, eh? Like you... You tend to believe aliens? Are you like? Um, no, I don't know. Maybe you know, I definitely do. I think I think hundred percent. I think yeah. I think some shit's going down. Yeah. Ever since that whole, which I find hilarious, the Tom DeLonge stuff, you know, which is super weird. I, Man, I, she I, also I, yeah. she asked about like craziest urban legends. Yes. And like some of the ones were like, man, I I had, I had fear, deep fear after reading the book Communion. Oh, communion, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what was I, his I, name? What's that guy's name Whit, again? Whitley, Whit, Whitley Streber? Yes, yes. You're right. That guy was crazy. Okay, so that... So do you remember when that movie came out with Christopher Walken, Communion? Yes. It was so terrifying. I had nightmares for weeks when the face just came out from behind the corner and looked at him. Do you I remember that? I didn't that? watch the movie. No, fuck, oh, really? No, fuck that. I'm gonna I, read, bring I read the book, man. I can't do it. I'm going to bring up this clip from Communion, and you'll flip out. Yeah, you know, other urban legends were like anything... <sighs> You know, actually, why don't you tell that story? Um, this is total urban legend. Uh, didn't you say you knew someone that was canoeing in Algonquin and their camera had something weird happen to it? I think it was you telling me about that. The girl came back from her canoe trip. Oh, and there was like pictures taken. Yeah. Yes. Tell that little gem. Yeah, that was, that's, uh, no, that gives me the creep. That gives me the willies right now. So God. creeps, man. Can't what happened? Ah, oh, even the face of the alien man. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. I don't want to see that. You don't shit. want to see it? Okay. Yeah, so there was like one of those. No, no, no. Here's, here's a better one. So I, I used to go to Red Pine Camp, and they used to always tell this story that there, there was this island in the middle of Golden Lake mm -hmm. that was all lit up. And, you know, when you go there for the first time, you're all like, man, what the hell is that? And it was, it was, a, it was a, an institution, okay? It was like a prison okay. or whatever it was. And there's always the the story of somebody escaped from the prison. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they they swam to shore, and they went in and out of the cabins where all of the kids were sleeping, 
and would and this girl woke up in the middle of the night and buddy was just like stroking her hair Mm -hmm. and then he would you know and then the girl would wake up and scream and everybody would run around and look for this guy and they'd never see him again and then he would do it to you know a couple campsites way down the road like that that one freaked me out so was that like more of a cautionary tale to keep the campers in their cabins at night probably yeah but to us, like at that time, we yeah. didn't, we didn't think that. Because so. you took me to that camp, man, and that would have been friggin' creepy. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, I mean, it's a beautiful space during the day, but that at night, man, holy Crystal Lake to the max. Man, anywhere at night, even like when we're at Algonquin Park, man, at night. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fucking wandering around the woods. Are you crazy? Yeah. No. So, been... Wait, so wait, you're conceding that it's terrifying. You gotta fucking convince me to go camping. It's with terrifying. You? you fucking asshole. It is. I don't want to go out and get fucking. <laughs> Bear assaulted? No thanks. Well, You're even admitting it's a fucking. Good for you. It's ridiculous there's out been, there. No there's lights. Been a, there's been a couple of times like like Gus and I stay in these like one man tents so that you can break them down. They're like two pounds or whatever. Can a bear so, get through that shit? Oh man, no problem. Yeah. So why are you there? It. So we were in um, Bon Echo. Shout out to Bon Echo. It's amazing. Yeah, but I love it. We're in Bon it's Echo. It's like a neighbor, a band. And uh, so we're on, camping, uh, and I set up in this little uh, on our site in this little area where the trees and uh, the brush had broken off and didn't think about the fact that that's probably from animals walking back and right. forth. And this is October. So basically there's nobody in the entire park. Yeah. It nobody. was, it was three degrees at night. It's just us. So that's crazy. Set up a tent. Uh, I'm lying there and I had a, a tie down uh, wrapped around a tree next to my tent at about, I don't know, three or four feet off the ground. So okay. I'm, I'm lying there. Right. And when Gus falls asleep, man, you, you can't wake him up. When he's camping, if he's asleep, he, there's... Why no- does that happen to you, Gus? I don't know. It happens to me even at home. Sleep, sleep <laughs> apnea. So like you, could, you could actually sleep through a nuclear war? Probably. Yeah. Didn't we have a joke about that about him before? Yeah, totally. Yeah. You would sleep through a nuclear man, war. Man, you guys shoved like soap down my pants and in my ears and stuff Sorry in my hotel that. room. Remember yeah. when I, was, I didn't wake up? You were 16. Yeah. I did even did it when I was younger. So anyway, this, this drawstring's about four feet off the ground. Uh, I'm lying there at night, and I'm like, Gus, Gus, I hear something's walking in our sight. Gus, it's not a raccoon. It sounds bigger. So Chris, imagine you're lying in your tent, and there's a drawstring that's about four feet off the ground. Something comes through this path, and it, like, <laughs> <laughs> something comes through. And to the point where I can hear it walking, like it's, right. it's that big. Right. And hits that drawstring. So it's at least four feet high. It's yeah. like pulling the tent. Yeah. So what was it? And I, I didn't open it. I, it's, it. I'm hoping it was a deer or, or something along those lines. But, or a uh, chupacabra for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a chupacabra. That's a great urban legend, the yeah. chupacabra. I love the chupacabra. Draining goats. Oh, yeah, God, it translates to go- Gus. Oh. I gave Gus like five rules because we've had uh, chewing gum on this podcast. We've had Gus and his fucking lozenges on this podcast. Stop it. We've had people like this is why I get mad, man. You're always touching shit, Chris. You're always like I'm not touching shit. This guy's making fellatio sounds over here. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> no, it was the chupacabra sound. Yes, that was a yes. chupacabra sound. Yeah, he was draining the goat. Yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> awful. That's the that's the that's the most horrifying 
Willy sound. Yeah. It's a willy Sorry. sound. So we got about uh, five minutes left here. I wanted to talk to you guys about one last thing. Yeah. Um, did, we I, answer, did we answer her question? I think we answered Aaron's question. Yeah, we talked about Chupacabra. That's urban legend. Right? <laughs> there's, there's a lot more that I'm terrified of, but anyways. Yeah, we can say that for an alt podcast. I was going to ask you how you guys felt if we went live with this shit. Yeah, we can go live. So... I think next week we may stream live. Yeah. And uh, we'll go live. Maybe some cameras set up. We have our video dude right in front of us Gus, right here. Fucking do this. Do I get paid for this? No. Yes. Oh, yes. Fuck. You get subway stamps. Yeah, yeah. You oh, get nice. you get gift cards at Old Navy. Okay. I'm in. Subway. <laughs> subway and Old Navy. Also, <laughs> also, if you want to track listeners, Chris, what do you think about a giveaway, man? Okay. We'll give okay. You know what? This is a great idea. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. I'm encouraging everybody listening to this tonight to seek us out on Facebook and like us. Okay. Yeah. We need to make this fucking work for us. I want to pay my mortgage with this podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I can give up my day job. I'm going to do this full time, <laughs> big time. I had a dream one night that we were recording a podcast live at the Mayfair Theater in Ottawa. Oh, oh. that'd be great. See, this is the thing. I want to, like, guys, we need to make this work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's make this work. We need support. Do you have contacts at the Mayfair Theater? I have. Uh, no, I don't. But, None. Well, I, I think I I do, but the point is, is like I want to get beyond sixty three likes on our Facebook page. Okay. okay? So we are actively seeking likes w- likes on Facebook. Okay. What are, the the person who likes it for the hundredth time, give them some. Okay. Oh. We're giving surprise. away. We're giving away one hundred dollars at oh. an LCBO. Oh. For the hundredth. So okay. You got to live in Ontario. But you know what, though? Yeah. Maybe we should we should figure something else out. We'll have this ready by next week, but we should figure something else out because I know that we have American listeners as well. What's yeah. up, Kentucky? What's <laughs> Gus, you go to Kentucky quite often. I do. You? I have family there. Louisville. What's up? There you go. Are you kidding me? No. no. I'm serious. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to Kentucky? Right across the river from Indiana. That is so random. God love them. You really go to Kentucky? Yeah. Who the fuck is in Kentucky? I have family there. Who? Um, the, 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 the pepper side of my family. You have a, you, part of your family is called pepper. Yeah. My grandmother, that's my grandmother's maiden name. Pepper. Pepper. Peppa. Yeah. And they're from Kentucky. Was your grandmother from Kentucky? No, they were from England, but the, the other, the other two brothers or three brothers, my, the English brothers went to Kentucky. Into the United States. And one of them or two of them stayed here. Did they talk in Southern accents? Shit. Yes. Hey, Gus, to call you Jacob. Yeah. Jacob. Yes. Oh, that's crazy, man. It's friggin', yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So shout out to our American listeners, guys. That's awesome. Love all the Americans. As usual. Uh, Northern Michigan what? Hit us up on our Facebook page if you have any questions. Send us an email. We love getting uh, emails. We want questions. We want interaction. We're seeking interaction. We'll read your motherfucking questions on the podcast. We'll do whatever. Listen, just like us. <laughs> Let us pay our mortgages with this podcast. What do we need to do, guys? What do we need to do, guys? We need to do this full time. I got to get out of the monotony Monday job. I can't stand it. I just want to do this podcast. <sighs> Chris, don't cry. I just, I need to get out of my fucking job, man. <laughs> the, fuck, it's the so The sound hard. of your tears on that microphone. I, I just, I want to, like, fuck, I've just been dreaming of this. For, anyway, please like us on Facebook. And uh, we're also, I just made a YouTube page and that's more than likely where we're going to be streaming this. So okay. uh, we'll put the link up on Facebook and uh, Gus, can you just come and do this podcast on Sunday nights with us from now on? Yeah, I'm into it. I love it. So now oddly specific is formally having Gus Fergus on the show. Sweet. 
Um, you're like our resident guy. But thanks, also, thanks for having me. But guys. also, I'm also the brunt of all your insults. And you're also <laughs> gonna have to run all the camera equipment. And okay, so. guys, do your job. Okay, thanks.